Thank you for tuning in to Morning Moments with Pastor Bruce Goddard from Faith Baptist Church. We pray that this is a blessing to you. Exceeding abundantly, that's the phrase the Apostle Paul uses in regard to the blessings of the Lord and his working in our lives. I'd like to take just a moment or two and mention a few of these passages that sometimes get neglected. Um, welcome, good to have a few minutes together, and uh, thanks for joining us on our Faith Baptist Church podcast. <clears throat> we are Faith Baptist Church in Wildemar, Southern California, been here forty, almost 41 years now, happy to be a Baptist, happy to live by faith, uh, even happy to be in liberal California, and I'm thanking God for my roots, my heritage, my training. Um, after 40-plus years, almost 50 years saved, uh, I rejoice in my King James Bible. I rejoice in my life of standards and convictions, morality and decency. I rejoice that I'm hated by the devil, slandered by his crowd, ridiculed by those who do nothing while we seek to do all we know how. Um, I am not thankful for... Uh, the attacks of the enemy, but if there were none, then I must assume that I'm worthless and of no threat to the devil. So at the moment, I'm just going to rejoice in the Lord always, since that's what Paul told the Philippians from his jail cell. But in Ephesians chapter, um, uh, in Ephesians chapter four, uh, there's um, some great scripture here. Um, we are uh, on purpose to uh, verse 30, not grieve the Spirit of God. And we can do some grieving of God and His Spirit by the griping and grumbling and complaining. And uh, But we need to understand Ephesians 3.20, God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. So just let me take a moment or two and let's just focus on this thing. God is able. He's able. And why would God not be willing to do that which he is able to do? Um, God is certainly capable um, to do exceeding abundantly above all we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. God is more than able to do great things. Now, I look at our congregation, and I think God could help us do so much more corporately than thinking individually. God could do so much through us individually. Those who are raising children, those who teach Sunday school and, and work on bus routes and go to jails and rest homes, God is able to do exceeding abundantly. I think of single young people, many of our young people, high school and college age young people, what a life they could have. What an amazing life is that's available to any old sinner saved by grace. If we just seek him and try to honor him with our lives, God can do exceeding abundantly. You know, over in John chapter 10, Jesus, uh, he, he put it this way. He said, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Now, that's the work of the wicked when he wants to rob you of your joy and steal uh, your, your future and your opportunities. Um, but at the end of John chapter 10, verse 10, he says, um, I am come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Um, the Lord came to give us an abundant life. He didn't come to leave us meager, frustrated, barely existing paupers. 
floundering through this world while those who are chasing the flesh and money and personal fame and glory, ignoring God and the Bible while they enjoy great things. No, 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 it's the other way around. Uh, those, who, those who follow the passions of this life, they're the ones who are floundering. They're the ones who are seeking the mirage of happiness uh, that keeps uh, eluding them. Uh, we were uh, hunting one time out in the woods, and, and my son heard some turkeys calling. Well, we weren't turkey hunting and don't have a clue how to do it. And um, as we walked, you could hear that turkey. Just he, It's like he was moving just a little bit away. And I said, this is like Hansel and Gretel walking out in the, the, the forest. That turkey will, will lead you way out there, and you'll never even see the thing. He's, he's just there to tempt you. Uh, and that's what the mirage of worldly pleasure and worldly gain is. And you try to be entertained, and you try to let get things make you happy. And, and uh, so you get a new car to try and impress some other sinner who's frustrated in their life. And so they try to get a new car so they could be unhappy like you are. No, no, no. Jesus said, I came that you might have life more abundantly. And in John 10, 10 and Ephesians 3, 20, he said, now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we ask or think. To him be glory in the church. This Christian life, um, it is full and it's full of blessings and full of joy and full of usefulness to realize that, that our life can accomplish eternal things. And to take the gospel and, and be able to take a, a few passages of Scripture and explain to someone that it's not by works of righteousness that we're saved, but according to his mercy he saves us. And to explain clearly to a lost soul on their way to hell that Jesus saves sinners and that no church can save, no pope, priest, pastor, or reverend, rabbi, they can't save but the one with nail prints in his hands, he can save. And the privilege of us being able to open a Bible and show people that it's not baptism and church membership, it's not good works, counting beads or crying out to Allah six times a day, it's Jesus. What a Savior. And uh, I, that, that uh, emotion, that fulfillment that comes when God uses an old sinner uh, trying to figure out the right words to say to help uh, an unsaved person in a matter of moments turn from being on their way to hell to now name written in the book of life and on their way to heaven. Oh, it happened to, to Philip as he met the man from Ethiopia. Uh, Ethiopia as he uh, traveled back from Jerusalem and just a matter of some scriptures was didn't even have a New Testament to work with reading out of Isaiah and explain that Jesus came, the lamb that gave his life to be the sacrifice and that the man could be saved. And he was saved and baptized right there. Uh, from, right from, of course, he was baptized out of his chair. He had to go underwater. There's no sprinkling going on in the Bible. And uh, they went down into the water and he baptized him there in John in Acts chapter 8. And uh, the Acts chapter 16, the, the Philippian jailer, here this man is, an old corrupt jailer. And he says, what must I do to be saved? And Paul says, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in thy house. And in a matter of moments there in the middle of the night, a man gets saved. They, he takes him out of his cell, takes him to his house, washes their wounds where they'd been whipped. Paul baptizes him. And, uh, and uh, just wonderful, boy, the fulfillment 
And, uh, and I'll say this too, you're not going to find a better path for marriage and children and grandchildren than following the Bible path. Now, once you get another sinner involved, you know, I'm having a bad day when you're having a good day, and then I kind of mess your good day up with my bad day because we're flesh. We still have an old nature, and, and we struggle, but all oh, it's a great life. Uh, it exceeding abundantly, uh, life more abundantly, you've got a God who's willing to do great things. Now, you seek him, and you search for him. Proverbs 2 says, search for his wisdom like hidden treasure. Uh, seek it with all your, with all thy getting, get understanding, Proverbs says. Uh, it's not found casually. The, the abundant life, the blessed life is not found flippantly. Are there burdens? Sure, there's burdens to keep us from being proud, keep us from looking down on other people, to keep us from acting like it's all about us. When it's not, we're just, we're broken vessels in the hands of the Almighty God. But we need to understand that, that if we'll seek him, with all of our heart, he will not only be found, but he'll bless, and he'll bless abundantly. And I want to encourage you today, uh, get a hold of the idea that there's a great God willing to do great things. Joshua heard about it when he said, um, "You, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Um, why? Because he determined to keep the word of God in, in his lips and on his heart to guide him. Psalm chapter one, his delight is in the law of the Lord and his law doth he meditate day and night. And whatsoever he doeth, it says in the next verse, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Now look, those promises are not, are not gathered flippantly like picking up a penny is on the side of the road as you walk down a sidewalk. No, they're sought for diligently sought for, hungered, uh, taking some denial of things of this world to, to get to know God better. But I want to assure you today, there's a God in heaven ready to bless, ready to prosper, and God will give you grace when you go through the valleys. Why the valleys? Because it'll help, help us be near to him. God doesn't bless us just to bless us. He blesses us to draw us near to one another and then to draw others near to him. It's not about me. It's about me and him. Really, it's all about him, and I just get to get in on things and realize how awfully good he is. Hey, don't lose sight of the wonders of this Christian life. It's available. It's there, and I can promise you it's there, and uh, he's available to you if you'll seek him, and if you'll seek him with all your heart. Hey, have a great day. Thanks for taking a few minutes to be with us today.